0: which absolutely. I hate that that's a job. I hate that that's a (laughs) job. (laughs) And
1: I hate that that's a job because I can't have that job. (laughs) (laughs) Like, let's be honest, it's jealousy.
0: Hey, Woo Woo Crew. Hi. I'm Ilana. I'm Jack. And welcome to another episode of The Vicious Virgos. Today, we're going to be talking about mid which is something we should have covered probably a while ago, particularly with our careers episode. But any astrologist will tell you how important this is for your personal and professional life. And we're really excited about it to talk about your destiny and all the career paths that you could possibly take. But we do want to tell you before we get started that it's probably important that you listen to our careers episode before you listen to this or maybe you listen to it after because it will go into more detail. So,
1: yeah, yeah, they definitely go hand in hand with one another.
0: Yeah. Before we get started, we are going to do our little check-in with one another, and I want to just be very honest that one of us has more energy than the other right now. I'm trying to get through that, but Jack, what's going on? How are you doing?
1: Um, well, I think I need to spend some time alone. <laughs> I think that would be positive for me. Yes. I think I think that that would be healthy. Uh, for those of you that don't know... I'm definitely a normally even-keeled human being, but about once a quarter, I throw a pretty enormous temper tantrum. Um, I got about 20% of the way there today. I didn't think it was that big. I said 20%, <laughs> not 100%, 20%. Uh do I want to throw stuff right now? Absolutely. Am I going to? No. And why? Because it's expensive to fix stuff when you're an adult. Because guess what? Mommy and daddy don't replace it. So, yeah. Have you ever, have, now, Elon, I'm curious. I have these moments of like anxiety or stress, or like, I think this is maybe you're just so used to expressing your feelings, you don't deal with the physical um, manifestation of them. But whenever I am handling any type of, like, I want to throw a temper tantrum or I want to scream or I want to just, like, strangle something, my bones feel claustrophobic.
0: Interesting. That's interesting because we just talked about (laughs) your chart review. It said that you'd have some bone ailments. Oh, God. No, like... I like, understand. Do you ever, like where I just, I want to like. So I feel that all, 24-7, 365. So I don't, why do you think I have pelvic pain? Literally my emotions are manifested in my body. So I'm going to therapy for. No, no, no. Like I want to peel the skin off of yeah. my fingers. I feel that 24-7, 365 all the time. That's how I feel constantly every single day of my life. That's how I describe it to my therapist. That your bones want to escape your body? Mm-hmm. That my skin's crawling off me. That my heart feels like it's going to explode. That my head's going to explode. All that wonderful positive stuff. It's anxiety. No, I just literally want to peel the skin off my fingers. That's yeah, and that's very just my fingers. But I think that it's, I think that it's literally anxiety manifesting in weird ways. And I think that I'm not as even killed as you are. So for me, I'm just always feeling it in fluctuations. And for you, it comes a little bit like it, like it's almost like it brews like a tea kettle.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's really annoying, which is a Virgo thing. It's really annoying. Yeah, it's awful. It sucks. I don't like it. I know. I'm just not. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I'm I'm just not uh, I'm not where I need to be, and Ilana's gonna make every attempt to try and get me to where I need to be. Oh, <laughs> Colin tried to hug
0: me today though, and that didn't work. Yeah, but it's different when it's someone that you're you know has like your energy, the energy that you need. You know, he and I are more like upbeat, like I don't know, energy filled. He's more like calm. If that- I don't know, whatever. Oh. Anyway, well, on that note, can you, you want to provide about- them with an
1: update and tell them how you're feeling,
0: Ilana? I'm fine. I don't have much
1: time. Why the fuck do you always do this to me? You always fucking do this to me. You're always like, Hey Jack, how do you feel? And then I go into this like five minute story about how I'm feeling. I say, how are you? are like, I'm fine. Let's keep going. And I'm like, hello, you exist too. Otherwise this is just weird. Like, don't do this to me. Don't put me, don't put
0: me, don't put me in a corner. I like how I try to be like nice and see how you're doing, but you're like, what the fuck? Um, I'm fine. I, uh, I'm excited because I'm, starting back on personal therapy and i haven't done that in a really long time and i get to work with someone who's very well versed in i mean like a true professional and someone that's really worked with a lot with people with sexual dysfunction and uh sex just sex in general do you want to tell them and
1: do you want to tell them what you said to me yesterday i i don't know so i don't want to sound like you know like a know-it-all or whatnot but like i've never worked with a therapist that like actually knew anything I, actually your exact words were I've outsmarted every therapist I've worked with oh
0: yeah yeah not no. the not the couples one but yeah every single one in fact this one was like you I think you figured out a lot of your stuff but we'll we'll dive deeper and I was like yeah well because <laughs> I've been to therapy for so- I mean I went for like 10 years straight and then I took a break and then I went again I went again I mean I think I've seen like 50 of them like literally between that and the psychiatrist, like most so people are like, I went for a few years so you to you just like a counselor. And I'm like, I didn't do that. So you just haven't found anybody that you actually like? No, I like them all. I just think that I got to a point where I was like, my favorite was my college one. He was amazing. But I graduated college and you can't keep seeing them because they're probably no, but the you get ask them for a referral. No, you can't. It's like a, it's like a clean cut. They don't give people referrals? I also didn't live in LA at the time. I was Oh no, you were back in Washington. No, I was in, I was in Europe. So I, c- I couldn't. After you graduated? Yeah, I went to Europe for six months. I thought you came back to Washington. No, I went to Europe. I lived in we Europe for six talking. months. We probably weren't talking. No. It's I fine. lived in Europe for six months with
1: stupid boys that cheated oh, on me. Oh God, this is right. This is when you were... Li- I remember and then this. Then I went back
0: to America and I lived in washington so it i, really I vividly remember like my
1: mom's wedding and you messaged me you sent me a facebook wall message that said i need you and i was like what's <laughs> up and then you skyped me and you were like crying from yeah. europe and i was like dude it's like two o'clock in the morning here like i'm tired and you're just like what kind of friend are you and i was like well, tired we know that "I'm tired." i'm a better friend so it's fine <laughs> i'm a tired friend that's what i am and you're like and this is also (laughs) so everyone's aware this is around the same time that is like i'm just focused on my career running around europe like why don't you come visit
0: i'm like because i'm poor like let's just call a spade a spade like oh i was also poor i just found a way to get there i was really poor Mm -mm. i was in debt god knows how much i was in debt but here we are anyway okay so can you kind of give us a little rundown about what amid heaven is so a midheaven is supposed to teach you about your professional life
1: and kind of like help you with your professional successes. So I think we've mentioned this before, and Ilana and I giggle because it sounds like part of your gut, but it's called the medium coli. I'm going to say coli, but it might be coli. <laughs> medium coli or MC. We're going to call it MC today. Kay. It's easier. So it's a point on your natal chart. So... Let's talk about kind of like how to find yours, what it means, how to use it. So it's the highest point at the top of your chart representing the southern most high point above the horizon at the time of your birth. That's a lot. I'll explain it a little bit better in a second, but you must know your exact time of birth similar to kind of like when you look up your rising. Think about like midheaven is also considered to be like the cusp of the 10th house, of your social status, like on your natal chart, so it can tell you a lot about your public life. Sometimes it's confused with your rising sign because they're both outward expressions. Um, Rising will show kind of like your mask, right? Like how others may perceive you, where your midheaven relates more directly to your career, public life, your reputation. It points toward the outward expression of your individuality. So, we recommend Cafe Astrology or Time Passages. It's an app. And the reason that we're recommending these two is because CoStar, even though you know we
0: want CoStar to sponsor us,
1: CoStar doesn't go deep into it. They won't tell you what your midheaven is. They just haven't gotten no. there yet.
0: Yeah. So the reason they call it the midheaven is it's literally the midpoint between the sky and heaven, which is really beautiful. It's if like your midway to heaven.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if heaven exists.
0: Oh, well, anyway. I'm in mean, a depressive state at the moment. <laughs> so it's very... So it's really important to know you're because it can really help you learn more about your personal and your professional life. So if you're feeling lost, it can really help you to kind of figure out your purpose and your destiny. And it can provide clues about like your natural gifts and how you contribute your part to society and the world. So MC is actually... We medium coli, whatever, coolie, is Latin for middle of the sky, like I just mentioned. So it marks the zodiac sign that was overhead. She, like she said, the moment you were born, the midheaven. So this relates to our ambition. It's a great indicator to how you achieve things and the biggest achievements in your life and how they're kind of going to occur. And, and it also helps you figure out where to set goals and how you aspire to achieve. It's not only about the calling that earns you money though. It's also about how you share your passions and kind of develop that side of yourself. So that's really important for you to remember because if it was just about career only, we would also want to look at things like the Mars sign, the sun sign, maybe even the Jupiter. There's a lot of parts of your chart that kind of can, you know, influence your career. So an example though would be like a Virgo midheaven is into health and loves to discuss that. So that would be like a great example of kind of where midheaven might, might kind of lie in there. So take this information with a grain of stardust, but we do think that you'll really like it because honestly, if you talk to most astrologers, they're very into midheaven, especially when it comes to destiny and your career. So we're excited. We learned something new today. Jack's going to kind of lead us off starting with Aries. All right. So if you look up at the sky
1: and you see Aries is your midheaven, That was cheesy. You are kind of like an initiator, very goal-focused, competitive. You're drawn to roles that promise growth and adventure. You're all about like movement, starting new projects, anything where excitement's involved. You're very courageous. You have determination. For you, nothing is really unachievable. We do recommend that you avoid roles where you can be micromanaged. That is just not. That's just overall like not going to be a good fit for you. Like, let's be honest. Like
0: Aries. Every time we meet an Aries, like we met an Aries today, I don't think that they do well with having bosses. No. Or like they'll have bosses, but they have an attitude about it, which I mean I understand, but it's very it's very indicative of them. And I think that's also really quintessential with an uh, oh. Aries MC.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You're an excellent self-starter and you have no issue being internally motivated and you're very confident. You're an entrepreneur and you're happier for it. Like that's just you. Like Ilana said, we were talking to this girl today that we met. Uh, She's beautiful. She has this incredible jewelry line. She is working. um, She does retail at one of the places that Ilana and I walked into where Ilana convinced me to buy new pants and a shirt and I spent too much money. But that's a story for another time. So we were kind of connecting with her and she was like, yeah, I have this side business. I really wanted to do well, but I have this Etsy shop and, you know, but like, I don't know. Should I get my own shop? Should I have a website? Like, I don't know. Maybe I should just like, I uh, uh, I don't know. And Elon and I looked at her and were like, you're an Aries, right? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, you shouldn't be working for anyone. Like you got to get yourself off Etsy. You got to get your own shop set up. You got to get your website put together. And she gave us her card and I'm sure, I'm sure we'll make a connection. Like I don't see why that won't happen in our future. So you do best as an entrepreneur. You're really good at starting projects. Although sometimes your stubbornness gets in the way and it prevents you from follow through.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. I feel so weird talking about this, but I just want to put out there that I think every single Aries I've ever met, and I'm thinking of two in particular that are in my life have attempted to start things that have not actually seen the light of day or it lasted for like a few months. I don't know what it is that gets in their way, but it's a problem. It's a big problem.
1: Yes. Yeah. I think it's because the excitement wears off. Yeah. You have to have longevity with With
0: it. Yeah. So if you're, like I said, if this is your midheaven, it's something to definitely pay attention to.
1: Yeah. And because you're so impulsive, which helps you take business risks, but this can also get you in trouble. I mean I'm jealous. I would love love this side of you. I think this is a quality that I'm so deeply jealous of. I only take extremely calculated risks and I probably only take 5% of those that I actually commit to. So, I'm a little jealous. But make sure that you are able to get in touch with your instincts to help separate which of your impulses are positive and which may be harmful to not just yourself, but like if you're if you have your eye on the prize and you're working towards being successful,
0: You really got to sort that out because you can stand in your way a lot. Yeah, I think it would be cool if you're you're an earth sign and then you had like a rising or sorry, a midheaven that was Aries, even a rising Aries as well. But I think that would really be great because you'd have this like consistency and stamina, but you'd also have initiative. Don't you think that would be like a good? Yeah, I
1: think that's, well, you know me, I always think everybody needs an earth sign.
0: Yeah. Like if you
1: like if you don't have any in your chart, you got to have a friend who is one because they help keep you on task, even though that was like the number one thing that I think my Leo was like out hardcore when I was a kid because that was the number one thing that was always in my report cards, which is trouble staying on task. And and like I literally never turned anything in on time. I couldn't follow a deadline to save my life. I was All of my assignments were late. All of them in grade school. Oh, yeah, 100%. I was having way more fun just like decking around, not focused on school. And then it was like, oh, crap. I'm like failing fifth grade.
0: Like, that's not cute. New thoughts. Hear me out. Maybe when we're young, our rising signs more relevant. And when we're older, our midheaven is more relevant. Just a thought. Perhaps. Yeah. But let's talk about Taurus and you can tell them why you think that's the case because this one's mine. So yeah, Jack is a Taurus midheaven. So if you think that this describes her, cool. So (laughs) this is someone who's probably seeking a creative job that also pays well. So it's a good midheaven sign for, you know, they they said for big name celebs. That's kind of neat. So they're good creators. They seek out jobs that will award them the type of lifestyle that they want. And that means something comfortable where they can experience like good finer things in life or where their financials are at a good place. I'm not saying like grandiose, but they want to feel comfortable. So they they're very authentic when it comes to things like work and passions. It's important for them to be seen for who they are. They don't want to be in a career where they have to fake it. They still stay true to this good, steady, and reliable work ethic that they have no matter what. They're likely to choose a career, like I said, centered around money. Maybe they're even in finance. They always... Approach or should approach goals with a method goal. So they're not like Aries, who's like, "Let's do it." They're like, "I need a plan." They have to feel secure and grounded. That's the only way that they're going to move forward. It may take them longer to get to where they need to be than maybe like something like an Aries, but without a doubt, they're going to do it and they're going to achieve it because once again, they have stamina. Once again, we talk about the tortoise and the hare. Who finishes first? It's going to take longer, but it's going to the rewards are going to be reaped. They love nice things, so they're going to work hard to get those things. They're very grounded and they're drawn to creativity and elegance. Their weaknesses are that they're lazy and they struggle with motivation, sometimes not always. And they're very hard headed and they really give up on their goals, even though it takes some time. So even if you were like, this isn't, someone said, this isn't good for you. They're like, nah, I'm doing it anyway. Even if I don't think it's good for me. And overall, I think that anyone with an MC that's Taurus, they're going to feel less anxious in their professional life if they have stability. And they achieve things in their career. If they don't do that, it will make them feel probably not very good about their career. So the reason I think that this is so Jack is, and why I think the Leo is faded. Once again, this is just my thought. It could be totally wrong. i watch all the astrologers come for me. But when she was younger, she just had so much Leo about her, like very outgoing. I mean, obviously your rising sign is different than your midheaven, but I just felt like when she would first meet people, it was just like you know very intense, very loud, very like this is me, this is me. She dressed maybe a little bit louder. I even felt like with her career, it was like kind of like moving around to different things and just trying to like figure out what was going on and like wanting to do things where you sort of were front facing. But now I feel like you're like no, I want something where I can be in charge but I can also be creative and I can, you know, speak my mind. I'm very authentic to who I am. I'm very stable and I need to make sure I make money and I have stability with that career. That's where I feel like it was different from you before. It was less about stability. It was more about, I just need to pay my bills and and, you know, keep going and I'll figure it out later, which is very Leo to me compared to Taurus. Maybe you could disagree with me, but that's how I feel.
1: Yeah. I mean, definitely that's how I ended up in, in healthcare yeah. Right. Because it was more or less like working in veterinary. I mean, animals were always a big passion of mine. And I still I still love knowing everything that I know about it. And I wouldn't change it for the world because I, I I loved my job. I loved it so much. It destroyed my body. But I loved my job. And then when I lost that job, I didn't really know what to do. So I kind of like had to. I had to scramble. Then I ended up with the security and the coziness that goes with the job in healthcare I was like, oh, I have nice benefits. I have a secure income. I know exactly what to expect. I can work overtime if I need to. I work nine to five. I don't work weekends. Like that allows me the opportunity to like look for something else. Right. And that's when I decided to go back to school because I was like, this isn't really what I didn't want to do, but it pays the bills. And so then I just tried to explore other options. Now with that said, obviously I went through my issue last year. Left my job, was like, oh crap, I gotta get a job. I don't know what to do. And Ilana and I had flirted with the idea of me coming and joining, but it wasn't something where we'd ever, I didn't feel comfortable talking about it. And I don't think she felt comfortable asking. So we kind of arrived at this position where it was like perfect timing for both of us. And I was so grateful to have the
0: opportunity, although I was so terrified that I was going to let her down. And I think that's why she hired me. That's it. Yeah, but that's also, I could totally see that being a Taurus MC thing. Like, you're like, I need to be authentic. I need to make sure that I'm going to be able to do this. If I don't do it, I'm going to let people down. That's total Taurus to me.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not but, Leo. But knowing that there was a goal set in mind of like, like at first it felt like, hey, we have this client and nobody wants to work with them. So can you do this? Like, here's some spare cash, right? Well, it was right? more
0: like I wanted to, it was more like I was testing the relationship to see if it worked. And if it worked, I was going to do more. That's really where it was. It oh. was more, I did. I didn't have the cash, but it was more like, if she's good and it works out then I'll do more together but I have to see first if it's and I don't want to hurt the relationship by diving in completely
1: which is funny because the
0: client left us 2 weeks after I started but I still <laughs> saw the potential there yeah so and I was like yeah. what did I do wrong but that just goes to show you that the Taurus Midheaven is good we, our, our Midheavens are very compatible so with work it's a good thing yeah our ours are
1: not no no yeah. we're definitely we got some we got a hard aspect there for sure yeah um but the i i do agree i think that my Taurus does get in the way though of allowing me to take risks that you would like me to take but one of the, the i've taken two massive risks in the last year and a half and they've paid off um so you but calculate
0: it's not a bad thing no, you no take no, no. lots of risk and then just like you know ruin and everything so yeah yeah people people speaking of people who ruin everything
1: <laughs> um just kidding. Uh, they know I love them. So Gemini, if your midheaven is in Gemini, you, I mean, everybody already knows you're an excellent communicator. So look at finding platforms where you can speak or write. You find trends and you're really clever in your delivery of them. You like multitasking, you thrive on diversity and projects, learning and discovery make for a happy you. They just do like you're you're the forever student. Like you constantly are like, what can I learn more? And it's because you're trying to outsmart other people because it's all about strategy for you. You do have the potential to suffer from burnout, from taking on too many projects. We get it. It happens. So maybe just be careful with how much stuff you're putting on your plate. You're a flirt. Duh. You're very charismatic. Duh. You know how to capitalize on your charm too, which reminds me a lot of Leo, like where you're like, I know that I can outwit you. I know how clever I am. And I know I look damn good in this fucking suit. So I know I'm going to run circles around you and you're going to be intimidated as fuck by me. And then you're going to be inspired by me. And then you're going to be like, do I, do I, should I hire them? Or like, should I hire them to work with me or for me? Or should I quit my job and go
0: work for them? Like, that's what you're going to do to people. That's definitely how People feel about Gemini, right? Like, it, you- they walk away. I always say like, go into a fight with a Gemini and you come out, as the one that apologized when you were the one with the grievance, oh God, it's like, so confusing it.
1: it's so confusing. um so you know you're very you're very likely to excel in your career when it comes to anything having to do with communication. Elon and I think that you would work best as a freelancer though, and then like maybe juggling some side hustles. One of the things that we found, and we were like, oh yeah, this makes sense. You'd make a fabulous influencer, yes, which absolutely. I hate that that's a job. yeah. I hate that that's a job. Yeah, me too. I hate that that's a (laughs) job. (laughs) And I hate that that's a job because I can't have that job. (laughs) Like, let's be honest. It's jealousy. It's so much damn jealousy. I think that's
0: how I would describe Gemini. As everyone being jealous of them? As me being jealous of them because I don't understand them. But, like, in a way, I kind of admire them. I mean, the burnout thing to me is real here. Like, oh, my God. I just see this person doing every gemini i've ever hired had eight projects on the side and they would explain to me how stressed they were about these things but i was like but these aren't things i'm giving you and they were like yeah but i have these other things going on so you're adding to that stress i'm like so why are we working together and i just (laughs) i found it like a constant theme where they have to discuss everything that they're doing i think that's something that causes burnout like having to you're obsessing over everything you're doing think about that as opposed to just doing it yeah aqua just does it gemini obsesses over doing everything and then talks about it. I think that can be really draining, don't you think? Oh, God.
1: I mean, uh, what were we talking about earlier? We we're talking to Colin. It's like, okay,
0: there's a difference between talking about doing it and just doing it. Oh, my and, God. My biggest pet peeve in the universe. And yeah. sometimes
1: sometimes that's fine. Great. But it's not fine when you've been talking about it and saying you're going to do it or I'm working on it. But we all know that you're I not. I hate
0: that phrase, I'm working on it. You're not working on it. Just say, Just say I'm doing it.
1: There's some exceptions
0: to that. Like if you're actually working in the moment, great. But don't say I'm working on it when you're not working on
1: it. No, because you're obviously not. So yeah. And when you say that you're working on something, I assume that you're doing it at that moment.
0: I agree. Yeah.
1: I don't think that's an unreasonable. Or like you did it earlier that day or something. Yeah. I don't think that's
0: unreasonable. Yeah. It's like if someone says, are you quitting smoking? And You're like, I'm working on it. That's not, it's either, yes, I'm going to quit. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm working on it, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that's, I, I've i covered my example. body in
1: nicotine patches, so I'm working yeah, on I, it.
0: <laughs> I'm trying really the hard. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cancer. So this is actually a really cool midheaven. So if you have an MC cancer, you're really likely to go maybe in like to a family business or encourage your children to pursue a career maybe that you took up. So if you were a dentist, maybe you're like, hey, I want you to be a dentist. You want to feel as though you are loved and respected and appreciated at your job. So family makes more sense to you because you know that's something that you're really closely linked to. So you're the ultimate caregiver, but you also create beautiful spaces. So think hospitality or interior design. That would really make sense for you. Or perhaps your ultimate purpose is in parenting, which is a wonderful and, and, and great profession, in my opinion, and super fucking hard, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, that's not like when we say that your ultimate purpose is in
0: parenting, that's not that's not a dig. No. God, no. No. Not even close. A lot of people are horrible parents. You're probably (sighs) not one of them. So you have... Energetic boundaries are really important to your success because you're affected by others because you're so empathetic. On the good side, you're exceptionally compassionate and an understanding supervisor. So even though... You know, it's common for others to compartmentalize their feelings at work, which actually works against them in some ways. For you, you're able to connect with your emotions. So you're less likely to suffer from this. You don't have like burnout with your emotions. You can kind of have an endless stream, which is kind of neat. You'll most likely help others or have a career maybe in the arts. Professional ups and downs are absolutely going to happen similar to the tide of the moon because you are ruled by the moon. Try to not take professional criticism personally. Try your best to learn and grow from it it's like so hard to tell a water sign that because it's also just tongue in cheek. Like, I get it. I read that on a billboard, but it applies to you. So I'm just going to say it like you can't, it's really hard. Like I understand this a lot because I work and play with the same people, the people that I, you know, people in my life, Me, her husband, So I understand. (laughs) I definitely am like getting better at separating, like way better, but Oh my God, it used to be so hard. Like when my team used to get mad at me, I took it so personally. And I'm getting better at that. I'm still not quite there, but I'm much better now. And so it's something you have to work on. It's it's like, think of it as like a costume that you're wearing for Halloween. You not, are not Superman. <laughs> you're just dressing up as super wo- or Superwoman. And when you take the costume off, you are now yourself. So you have to think of it as like civilian life <laughs> versus your job, you know? And that's something you should definitely work on as well as with your feelings. But we are telling you that you have this like superpower that you can use at work yeah I mean I wish well I don't know if I wish but I'm sure that the people
1: that I manage wish that I was more compassionate and understanding maybe I don't know that's why I usually give them to you you
0: you. I think sometimes you are I always
1: I always explain to them like well I I think that there's a couple of them like the younger ones when I'm talking to them about certain things I was like look if you want to go for someone who's going to give you a hug call Ilana I was like I'm not that person I'm here to say what are you doing Where are the results? Like that's how I'm going to communicate with you. Like I'm going to see that. And if you're upset with that, let's talk about a way that we can fix that. But I'm not going to sit here and listen to you cry. There was someone you did that with recently. (laughs)
0: Listen to them cry? Yeah. And I was the opposite
1: (laughs) with them. Oh, yeah. I got a soft spot for her. That's because her chart is the same as yours. (laughs) If her chart wasn't the same as yours, I probably wouldn't give two shits. But because of that, I feel this disgusting pull of it's probably what you feel with just girl. We're like, I just, I just want to mentor them. But it's like, great. Guess what? This is a really fucking expensive mentorship for us. (laughs) Like usually you have to
0: pay to be mentored, not your mentor paying for you. For those of you wondering, Jack is definitely not a cancer MC. So (laughs) speaking of which her boyfriend's mid heaven
1: is, Oh God, this is so him too. It's Leo. So you're all about creative work. It's usually going to be in a public facing way too. So actors, artists, singers, you kind of like seek pleasure in things. You got to figure out how to stay the course though. So even when things get hard, you can't give up. Cause I know it's like you have, you're like, Oh, this is really tough. This is really tough. And you look over and you're like, squirrel, Oh, let's go over there. And then you completely lose track
0: of what it was. Definitely you've been a professional on. ADD, especially if it has to do with someone giving you praise. Oh, you God. Like, oh my God, I'm doing this right now. But over there, they're going to give me more praise. Then you're going to move on and you're not going to be focused. You gotta I think ta- learn from Taurus.
1: Yeah. And I think that a lot of that comes from the fact is like Leo, because you are so sh- you know shiny and bright, you... Whether or not you'll admit it, you love external validation and you love external motivation. You have ways of internally motivating yourself, but I think that you work best when you're around people who are like, do it, do it, do it, do it. Good job. Do it, do it. Great job. Like that's just kind of the way that I see you. Um, Try not to lose faith in your dreams though. Everybody has those. You're a fire sign. You want the big shit. You're also the sun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, everybody, I mean, people need you to keep warm. So, like, without the sun, we'd all be dead. Like, let's keep warm. feel everyone, yeah. So, take advantage of your creative nature to find solutions to your problems. You have that within you, and it's beautiful. And people are actually going to come to you for help with things because you have this beautiful way of looking at things from a completely different lens. Make sure you keep your ego in check, though. Just because people are going to you doesn't mean you need to be the know-it-all. Like, I think that's really important. You should listen to those who give you constructive feedback. It's not meant to hurt you, it's meant to help you. You're incredibly ambitious, but you can lose sight of long-term goals when smaller opportunities for fame and recognition appear. So as we said, let's say for instance, you've been working on a pilot script for the last three years. Let's just use this as an instance. He's going to listen to this and be so pissed at me. You've been working on a pilot's <laughs> car for the last three years and you just keep rewriting it and rewriting it and rewriting it or and rewriting novel. it. Right. Oh yeah. Or a novel. That person so, also hasn't
0: been having leave. Oh, we
1: should find out. We should find out. We should text your sister. I
0: mean, this was so, so much love by
1: the way. So, you know, and it's like, okay, good. This is your dream. You haven't lost faith, like, but you want to turn it in. So it's absolutely perfect because it's your baby. And so feedback is going to be hard for you to swallow. Then you have other things which are easier, which require less effort of you. Like, I don't know, some type of property management or something, right? Like, let's consider that. So you're working on this dream, but like, here's this thing that's like, this will do for now. Like, I'm not really worried about this, but it pulls you away from your ultimate goal, right? So if you were able to really kind of hammer home and be like, this is my dream. This is what I want to do. I'm going to make a list of all the things that I think I should do. And then I'm going to ask people that I know what they think I should do because their input is important. If I want to achieve this, right? Right. And then you start checking things off that list. And then the further away you get from those remedial tasks and that short term like goal or short term, you know, it's like okay, I'm just looking for money to pay my bills. Sure, remember that though. It's just a job, and that you have to stay focused on your career, like your goal, your dream.
0: My mom always says because I had a, I was I was a musician, I wrote a book and all this stuff, and she always said to me, it's like it's just a song or just a book. Like you can't get too attached to it. You get too attached to it, and you're gonna be in a really dark place. And she was right. And so I started to let go more of like my songs and my books. And it's, it's, you're still doing something meaningful, but it's just a part of you. It's not all of you. It's just something you did. Exactly. That in mind. So
1: I think that's really important to remember. And also you're great at public speaking. So learn, learn how to, to do that and to do your best to think before you speak though. Okay, like you have this thing where you have like no filter and it's just like word diarrhea and it's just blah, blah blah blah. So try and be really thoughtful in the words that you're using and use your platform for good because people are going to stop and listen to you.
0: Yeah, I like this MC. I think it's cool. I just think they can, oh, like any Leo, they can get in their way. And when they get in their way, it's like nothing I've ever seen. It's like Taurus and Leo. Stupid When shit. they get in their own way, forget it. Like you're not getting in there. Well, <laughs> like it's also not. just
1: because we're extremely
0: stubborn. Yeah, you both are. Yeah. Okay. So doing my own here, um, Virgo Midheaven, this is me. So (laughs) this is somebody that might have two different careers at once. So you might have like a side hustle, but within your career, you strive to achieve a level of perfection in your personal professional life at all times. So you have a lot of success because of your perfectionist ways. That's obviously a good thing, but on the flip side, you can be quite obsessive and therefore you're overly critical of your coworkers. Yes. You may can find, confirm. Yeah. You may find satisfaction in a profession that helps others and you can be a powerful force in wellness or healing. You intuitively just know what someone needs to rest, recover, rejuvenate, and when they need inspiration. I'll explain this in a second. Structure is really important to you and you make an amazing problem solver as well. Perfectionism, I believe is kind of an ailment because it doesn't allow you to move forward but you can move forward. And just what we said with Leo, even if something doesn't appear ready. So it's funny because someone really close to me in my life is actually also a Virgo midheaven. I talked to her about this today and she's also a Virgo like me. So we're double. And as I get older, I start to realize that what's most important to me is actually health and wellness and spirituality and helping people. It's, just, it's like a flip of a switch. It used to be about my, my rising sign, which was all about like exploration and fun. I need to be out there. And now it's more about my, my Virgo. And she was saying that because she was in fashion and now she's in wellness. She was saying that she had a very similar experience where she had this moment where she's like, if I don't take care of myself and other people, what the hell am I doing? Because I'm literally of service to others. So I'm just making the point again, that with someone with this placement, they very well might be a nutritionist or a healer of some kind, um but someone that wants to be of service to others and i think that uses their own personal journey to help other people not so much like influencer style i think that they probably their obsessiveness is going to get in the way they need to work on that but this is another example of where i feel like the midheaven is more relevant later in life it feels like a more it almost feels like the rising sign is like your kid self and your midheaven is your adult self and if you think about it it kind of makes sense cuz it's your career and your rising sign is more like your party self to me i don't know that's my like theory here what were we looking at earlier about this? There was something like that, but it had to do with Saturn. I think it was something about Saturn and mm. how it, I mean, it's important to look at where your midheaven is in your chart and like what the aspects are, because if it, if the aspects are like a square or a Jupiter or something, that would be a big thing to look at regarding your career. That was something that we discovered today. Or if it's like near Saturn or something like that, that's also important versus Jupiter. So very important, but. I like my midheaven. I don't have any qualms with it. It doesn't seem very exciting, but it seems relevant to me.
1: (laughs) I mean, I would like it if she was less critical of everyone, but I mean, other than that. But that's apparently what makes us successful as well. That's just Virgo. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's what makes... I don't think being critical of others is what makes you successful. I disagree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think being too I, nice to people doesn't help them achieve anything, and that's how I was raised by my parents. And that's yeah, why but I you're not like focused morian.
1: on making other people achieve things; you're focused on yourself achieving something.
0: No, that's not true at all. I think the reason I'm critical is because I want to make sure that the team works well together and that the team gets things done. It's never about me. But we're talking about you. We're right. talking about your success, right? But I, but they're specifically with this one. I think that they're talking about that they want everything to work because they want it to be of service. And so if it doesn't, if it breaks down, we tend to be quite critical of other people to be like, well, why is this breaking down? Because we assume that we didn't do anything wrong. That's an ego thing yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's definitely an yeah. ego
1: thing. But it, it is interesting. So you brought up the whole like me, Leo versus Taurus. So looking at you and doing my Virgo analysis paralysis on your SAG versus Virgo. So when I remember when I first met you and you were like all over the freaking place, you were just like, like if you guys have met Ilana, you wouldn't even recognize her from back then to who she is now. It's so funny. She was just this like wild little like spunky, like she, I feel inquisitive. Um, <laughs> Like, I just, like, I felt like she looked at everything and was like, hmm, what's that? Let's go do that. And now it's like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's such a juxtaposition. Like, it's so different. And, you know, because I'd be like, hey, like, do you want to go do something? And she was always like, yes, let's go. Yes, let's go. And now it's like, hey, do you want to go? I don't really know. Uh, We have to be around people. Marriage. Uh, (laughs) I don't really know. I don't know if I want to do that. And I'm like, okay. Like. That works for me too because I don't really want to go either. Your so Taurus
0: is like, nah. Yeah, my Taurus wants to nest,
1: too. Like it's ter- <laughs> we're oh my god, we're just a hot little like. Let's just sit on the couch, not snuggle. We can't touch each other. No, no, because then I get like you know itchy bones, and so like, but you know my boyfriend's gonna be on TV later today, and I can't wait to sit and look at his butt and just like uh, drool all over him while we sit and we're like, oh, wow. not her actual boyfriend. No. I want to be. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're like what.
0: I will say something very, that I think is insightful that maybe we should wait till the end, but it's interesting. Cause like our mid, maybe we should wait to the end for this, but our mid heavens are really compatible. However, I think where we butt heads is always in our Mercuries and our Mars. So we can talk about that later, but it's just something to look at that even though, your midheavens can be compatible. There are other things that affect your charts. So. Yes,
1: absolutely. Well, our yeah. midheavens are compatible. Our risings are compatible. Our virga, or our suns are compatible. Our moons are compatible. We're very compatible if you look at a direct like straight across type of comparison. But when you get a little bit deeper, it gets a little bit more complicated. We'll talk about that in a bit. So um, let's move on to Libra. So if your midheaven is in Libra, you are most likely to find a romantic partner or lifelong friend in some work that you do really cool i think it's really That's neat really neat well you know it i don't know what my mom's midheaven is but it is kind of cute because she met her husband at work
0: oh well it could still be a this this could totally this up totally applies to freaking signs. Yeah, she like, met her husband at work yeah. she met my dad at her work when she was like 16 Which is obviously
1: a theme there but, yep yeah. there's the theme yeah. so you are best At avoiding any type of public scandal and criticism. And you're super skilled at maintaining your reputation. So uh, Taylor Swift probably could have used you. So because you always want to keep the peace, though, you have to be very mindful of your people-pleasing behavior. Boundaries. Remember, boundaries are important. Look at those energetic boundaries that are being thrown around by is it cancer? Cancer's thrown around those energetic boundaries. Oh yeah. Yep. So take a lesson from cancer here. I will never say that again. So You have the capacity to be extremely successful, specifically in fields of communication, diplomacy, or law, which comes to no surprise. We've talked about this multiple times. You shouldn't be scared to speak up or assert yourself when it's really important and needed. You're not the type to, like, you don't talk just to, like, fill the air. Like, whenever you have something to say, it's going to have purpose and it's going to have weight to it. So make sure that you find that, Self confidence within you that is like, you know what, what I say matters and use it because it's true. What you have to say is important and more likely than not, it's needed. So you are likely to go really far in your interpersonal professions. You attract amazing partners. You just have to be mindful of how much you give to others. As we talked about earlier, to be mindful about people pleasing, this is really draining on you. So, for an example, would be like if you end up in a career as a therapist, that's going to be hard for you. You have to make sure that you have those boundaries and you're able to separate your work life from your professional life because you are the type of person
0: who could get a little too involved with your patient's life. Mm, what do you think? I mean i I like this one. I just I just feel like there's not a lot of energy in it. If that makes sense. Well, no, it's an air sign. It's kind of like ugh, I don't feel like going out and meeting people. I'm just going to meet my partner at work. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but it's also cute and meaningful and. I don't know I, I I think this person could do a lot with diplomacy and, and something in law or like a mediator which I think is really neat I, I used to live with a mediator she's not that personality uh. but but I understood that job more when I lived with someone that actually did it so I like I like that for this person I don't have a ton to say about this one I feel bad but I never have a ton to say about Libra do I no no <laughs> it's because no. no drama like no you, you don't you do you boo yeah. Okay, well, the person I have a lot to say about is Scorpio. So this was my favorite thing that we learned. So I don't know if you guys have watched Friends, but every, nobody knows what Chandler Bing does. Like there was like, what does Chandler Bing do? We don't know. So people see your role, but they aren't exactly sure what it entails. That's how we would describe a Scorpio midheaven. So you're all about showing the hidden aspects. You make an excellent therapist, investigator, spiritual professional. So think like a medium, a psychic, an energy worker, astrologer, You thrive on the unknown and usually work in fields that may be uncomfortable for others. You like exposing, interrogating, and healing. You don't like the surface, dull, bullshit shit. So something steady. Bullshit shit? Yeah. So (laughs) I I, I heard it. So something steady is really boring for you. So 9 to 5, not your vibe. Ooh. (laughs) Proud
1: of that. Look at you. Bullshit (laughs) shit, 9 to 5, not your
0: vibe. Thanks, Dolly. Unless you're there just to work undercover, then it would be different. So maybe you're like undercover as a secret agent. I don't know, whatever. Undercover as like a teacher at a school. Like, you know how, um, oh, my God. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Spit it out. Pisces. Uh, she's amazing. She has a talk show. An amazing Pisces with oh a my talk God. show. Oh, my God. This is so... Drew Barrymore. She did never been kissed, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. How she went undercover, went to the school. Yeah, that's and what I think.
1: <laughs> grossy Josie.
0: Yeah. You take on really tough topics and you can find that you've achieved some kind of notoriety with bravery because you're very, very strong and brave. You should be mindful of your potential to manipulate other people. That's a big thing. And if you're not channeling your traits into healthy outlets, you're going to become paranoid and probably burn bridges. So Method acting, not for you. Definitely not. I think you get way too into the role and probably potentially act like that person. And let's be honest, method acting is usually a negative thing. Like you are usually I, trying to be someone that's gone through some pain. I see Christian Bale here. Oh yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. So this one's really freaking cool, right? Like so cool. Like like I just There's see them as like a, a detective. Time when Scorpio is not cool. No, this is literally so cool. I I think that this person could be. Incredibly neat, and also such a cult leader, <laughs> like a Quebec to cult leader. Like I feel like Sagittarius hangs out with this person,
1: but an accidental cult leader.
0: Yeah, like I don't think they do it on purpose. Sagittarius no. knows very well what they're doing. Yeah, like I am a cult leader, and
1: I've decided to. Scorpio be Scorpio kind of knows, and then all of a sudden they like wake up one day, and they're like, "Oh shit, what have I done?" Like,
0: everyone's at their feet, and they're
1: like, Weird. "They're like, you're like, I didn't want." This. Yeah, go, they're like, why go, are you all obsessed with me? Go home. <laughs> yeah. Please go home. I need my alone time. Yeah. Please leave me alone. Yeah. And then they like go and they like hide in a dark closet and just sit on the ground us. and like fetal position, rock back and forth. Like, <laughs> I need my alone time. In the oh my God. Right. I just think it's funny that. So we were playing this game earlier today where we were like guessing each other's zodiac signs, calling Elana and I. We're like, okay, what's my sun? What's my rising? If we were what's in our signs. Right. Yeah. Or like if we were to meet somebody and just guess. Yeah. Right. And literally, we're like, okay, well, let's break it down. Like, what does Colin look like? Okay, well, he's wearing all black. But he doesn't look good. So it's not a Scorpio. So, okay. So because of that, though, and because of how he's dressed with his basketball shirt and his, like, newsboy cap and his T-shirt, he's definitely not an air sign. Because he's not nearly put together enough. And then that means he's also not an air sign. I was like, so what are we we left with? Well, he's not really coming across quiet as Pisces because Pisces is still a little bit more put together. He's got to be Cancer. The basketball shorts, it's just straight up Cancer. Like, you're Cancer. He goes, What? Like he was like he's like Ugh. and like what what did I decide for you? Oh, Aries. Ilana is an Aries. Love it. Yep. And then Colin said I was a Scorpio.
0: Yeah, but I didn't. I I I don't know what I. I think I said Capricorn.
1: Yeah, you said Capricorn. Yeah, I
0: can't remember though. But honestly, it,
1: but then it was funny because Colin's like wait no she can't be a Scorpio because she's not as fixated on death. And Ilana was like wrong but also not necessarily the hallmark of a scorpio like that's very very that's a very that's a very amateur way of looking at it yeah absolutely yeah but you
0: know cool for them anyway so let's talk about like the most cool one to be honest what is your obsession
1: with sagittarius i'll never understand
0: they're freaking awesome they inspire me i love them
1: i i see i'm inspired by like a capricorn Somebody who just gets Ironic. the job done. Ironic. I, d- I realize as, as, as soon as that Capricorn, came out of my mouth,
0: she hated them. As She's soon like, as that came out of my worst. mouth. And I was like, they're great. And now I'm like, ugh. And now she likes it. them. It's funny. Yeah. Anyway, move on. Literally,
1: as soon as it came out of my mouth, I wanted to bite my own tongue off. So, a Sagittarius, you're considered to be an amazing leader. You work really well in politics, sales, investments. You're a very popular figure, and you're a great public speaker. You have this wild lust for life which is great. It's probably why Ilana is so like enthralled by you. You feel constrained though by the typical workday. So you're not going to be the type who's doing nine to five. You find your inspiration in travel and foreign cultures. So you're constantly seeking knowledge. You love to blow off money if and only if you're traveling. So you're going to be the type of person who's going to spend the extra dollar on a bougie hotel.
0: Or maybe you're going like, hey, let's rough it and make an adventure out of it. Sagittarius are such bargain hunters, but with travel not. It's very weird. Like everyone I've ever known, it's like, no, I don't want to spend that much on on clothing or food, but I absolutely will spend money on a trip to Bali. And I'm like, it. okay, that's cool. Your ex- experience is over stuff.
1: Yeah, which is... Don't hang out with Taurus. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not into that. So you're very charismatic. This helps you make a lot of social connect- connections, and it's great for networking. If you can follow through on the networking, get yourself a job, that'd be great. So you're known for being kind of harsh. Therefore, you're difficult to work with. So you have to find a balance with your ego in order to collaborate and have more harmonious relationships with others. You got to get your ego in check. Sorry, I feel this way with all fire signs. Like you got to just kind of like... You have feelings, you have passion, but guess what? You don't have to put how much you hated your coworker's presentation on this product that you guys are pitching together in front of the entire board. (laughs) Like, don't be a dick.
0: That's not something I've done.
1: Okay. Like, don't be a dick. Save it for later and then talk to the mirror or like write it in a notebook before you tell it to their face. And then just make sure like what I want someone to say this to me. And even if you're like, yeah, I wouldn't care if someone said that. Think about how your moon feels. Okay. So. You march to the beat of your own drum. You're usually some type of like philosopher, world traveler, maybe an offbeat teacher. You're typically trying to create your own reality. It's very aqua. Um, avoid any role that may make you feel claustrophobic or where you feel constrained. <laughs> yes. So don't
0: don't work in a submarine, even if you like travel.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't join the military. On a cruise trip. Don't join the military. No. Like you have to make a commitment of a minimum of four years and then you're stuck though, in that role. Aries
0: would be better. Aries will be much better at being in the military because they like action and and adventures. But they hate hate like authority. Well, they could be an authority figure in the military. Yeah, yeah, commander. Yeah, definitely,
1: definitely make sure that you commission instead of enlist because yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't enlist. You commission. You you get that money, honey.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, this is a cool one. Uh, I think people do need to keep in mind though that travel could be something like we're traveling for work for like maybe you're doing like. I don't know sports reporting or like you're a reporter of some kind or maybe it's like for financial stuff it doesn't have to be like you know like your freaking I don't know um safari person like you don't have to do a safari, a safari person anyway you don't have to do that you it's not so literal don't always take Sagittarius so literally there's a lot more to them than just traveling I just want to put that out there
1: oh my god I love that you said literally because just so everyone knows Ilana and I were okay I was having a bickering moment with Ilana while she was just there and she was like saying something. I looked at her I go, I was like, you know, you can't talk to me like that because I take everything you say extremely literal. So when you say blah, 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 I'm thinking, okay, well, fine. And then you look at me like, that's not what I meant. And I'm like, but that's how I took it. <laughs> like, you have to stop saying things like this because you know, I take it literally. And she's just like, she looked at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
0: <laughs> hey, it goes both ways. Sometimes you look at me like that too. I'd say most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. This Midheaven MC Capricorn, kind of awesome. Uh, this is actually Collins, my husband. So if you're Midheavens in Capricorn, you'll do your best work in careers that might sound stressful to other people. You thrive in the more tense working environments that may overwhelm most people. Like working for your wife yes. and then your work wife. Yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah. You might want a job where you're highly respected in your field. You're not really willing to mix business and pleasure. So the opposite of Libra You want a serious working environment and you make a really good mentor, advisor, a manager, a sign. This is a sign of success and money. You're usually career oriented. You don't really let much get in your way. Nothing happens to you by accident or overnight, but you always work hard. So similar to Taurus, you can end up isolating your friends, your family, and your lovers by prioritizing work or neglecting work. You come off as icy to your coworkers. Like they don't feel like they can penetrate that barrier. You crave security. You love your personal life. So you do find balance and you nurture your relationships. You don't like to work and play at the same time. You're a born entrepreneur. So you know what you need to do. There's no one that needs to tell you what to do, even if they do. You're a master of logistics, structures, and systems. Nothing really gets in your way. And when you're feeling burnt out, my suggestion would just be try tapping into your creativity to kind of lighten things up. So that could be something as simple as making, I don't know, an edit of a video or drawing or something like that. She said an edited video because that's Colin's job, but yeah.
1: but I would like to reiterate, we don't exactly 100% for sure know if this is Colin's midheaven because we don't know what time he was born. I So I, I confirm. We're guessing. So this is his
0: midheaven. We're, I texted his mom. <laughs> she found his birth certificate? Yeah, it's 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 the same time. So this is definitely his midheaven. I think that in a lot of ways, this is his midheaven. I think that we just, you know, we're Virgos. But remember, if you're, water, if you're a water sign or an air sign or a fire sign, and you have a midheaven, it's going to, it will get in the way. So you decide it could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. So if you're a water sign, it will, it could definitely get in the way. If you're like a Pisces, it could make you maybe a little bit more like ADD. So even though you want to be focused and get things done, you might be sort of like drawn off. But I will tell you that people with a smith Heaven, I think I can think of like two people that I know that actually have a midheaven very committed to work. Like they're never going to say, I'm tired. I don't want to work. It's very much like I'm going to work. I'm going to get it done. And I'll work seven days a week if I need to. That's something It's a hallmark of any earth sign that's mid heaven. It's like, I will work as much as I need to. You have to find balance though. And the cool thing about this one is they're able to set their boundaries Whereas I think like Virgo and Capricorn have way harder time setting boundaries. Capricorn are amazing at setting boundaries. I have never met a person that is better at being like, I'm not doing that than a fucking Capricorn. I'm so jealous. I am jealous too. But I also think that, you know, when you look at like a midheaven like Cancer that has this, and, and Virgo that like have this ability to like put compassion and love into their profession that's also really neat. Like they get to connect with people and that makes them really elevated in what they do. So I think that can be a little bit challenging for a Capricorn that's extremely disconnected from their work. Think about it. And when I think of my husband, I think like that. He's like, I don't be friends with my coworkers. I don't need to show them any emotion. I'm like, but they're pretty. He's like, No, but they're pretty. They're and sweet. being pretty has caused problems hair. Like, <laughs> so I I, you know, I think I think he is a Capricorn midheaven. The more I read it, I'm like, this totally makes sense. I don't see him as being icy. He's extremely icy to his co-workers. I don't see that. Also, it's you. It doesn't He used mean to bring
1: donuts to all of his co-workers over full screen.
0: Yeah, but he's still. Uh, yeah, but there were definitely some instances of iciness. Um, yeah, I think. And
1: and he is know, moody,
0: though. Not liking authority. Like, like oh, he, he does definitely does thing. not like authority. Yeah, no. I
1: remember I asked him to do something. I, had to, I asked him several times and then I got pissed. And I was like, why isn't this done? And he lost his that's shit. capricorn he lost his fucking shit of course the pisces took over and he came back and apologized yeah. later but i remember <laughs> i was texting you and i was like i
0: don't know if colin and i can work
1: together i'm a little worried about but this but
0: that's why that's why having a pisces or a, a water sign in your sun is not always a bad thing because it does ground you to be like you know i want to i want to like remedy this i want this to be better at the end of this if you were fire with a rising with a capricorn midheaven whoo you are a force. I don't think I talk to you about my feelings. <laughs> I don't think or or air. They'd be like, "Why are you doing that?" Yeah, absolutely. Nobody Speaking cares. of which,
1: <laughs> go ahead. All right. So this is for our Aquas. A person with their midheaven in Aquarius is a natural entrepreneur. And if you've been looking around and you can't find the job you want, you usually just end up creating your own. Like that's just you. Elon and I were just having this conversation. It's like Aquarius must feel so lost in their youth. Like you must like You're probably the type of person who's like, you either went to college because you're like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do, but I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Or you didn't go because you're like, I don't know what I want to do and I don't want to waste the the money. I
0: don't like the system.
1: Exactly. So, but either way, I feel like you're probably going to have a hard time really figuring out what you want until you can kind of like you have to be able to sit down and figure out your goal. Once you figure out your goal and make sure that it's aligned with very specific things, which is why your midheaven is important, then you'll find the comfort that you're looking for to know that you're on task with achieving your quote unquote destiny. So people with their midheaven in Aquarius are also very likely to be self-employed so you'll probably just create your own damn job. You thrive on ways to contribute to the collective. Remember, the aquarian is the humanitarian. So if you can do things to help others, you'll be happy. You're an excellent visionary, adventurer. You find ways to channel like this, you know, being a visionary and adventurer into ideas that are related to tech, mathematics, and science. So, you you're like uh, I guess like what? Like Elon Musk? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I see that. So, yeah. like, like, hey, I created all these solar panels for your roofs and whatnot. It's good, yeah. it's good for the collective. Yeah. It's good for the collective, right? But I and also enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. And also, it's, like, super into tech, and I'm, like, really into that, right? Which, by the way, I found out his IQ is only, like, 135, which means that he's smart, but he's not a genius. So. I don't know if that's true, but we'll move on. So. Aspire with flexibility in what you do. Don't shy away from a formal career just because it feels stiff or rigid. You're still capable of finding satisfaction in these positions. Um, You are an individual thinker and you do get frustrated with corporate structures. So if you do choose to go that route, just be aware, know your boundaries. Uh, Try not to blow people off or act aloof just because something more interesting came along. I really hate I really don't like this about you. I'm sorry. Like, you are the person who is like, we're having a conversation, we're working on a team project, and you're like, it's not exciting enough for me. I'm going to go do something else. And then you abandon your team. Like, that's not cool, right? Collaboration is important, even if you do work better alone. Most of us need a new perspective on things. So, regardless of how stubborn and smart you think you are, be aware there's always a better way of doing something.
0: Yeah, I see this person in activism. I think that they would do really, really well in that. And But still, you have to work collectively as a team. It's funny. Aqua wants to, but it's more like, yeah, but they don't understand my vision. I'm just going to do it myself. That's something they have to work on 100%. That's a big problem. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't
1: know. Like, I get it. I connect with this a lot. Like, I will never, and you will never be able to work for anybody. No. Well, you worked for people for a really long time, though. I I never did. Yeah. And I got fired from, like, all my jobs. (laughs) So... (laughs) But I got fired for my jobs because of my creativity, not because I wasn't willing to work as a team, but for things that I did on the side that they thought you were left. going to be a poor influence. Yeah. yeah. Um, no reasons I got fired were for those specific reasons, not reasons I quit my job. Uh, but yeah. So, and I like was constantly butting heads with management because I don't like to be managed. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Like it's just, it's relatable for me other than the fact that I don't give a shit about the collective.
0: I care about the collective. A I know.
1: Lot. <laughs> I know. I don't like let them suffer.
0: <laughs> like let them suffer. I don't care. I'm so the opposite. Okay. So the last one is Pisces, midheaven. You are the writers behind the stars, the publicists behind the famous people, the lyricists of the hit songs and the script writers and filmmakers behind the movies. I love this. Your input is always to create something big and beautiful, but you're not necessarily the face of success. Who gives a shit? You probably have a hard time separating your personal and professional life. This is very quintessential water sign. Relatable. Use this to your advantage. You should work with friends or partners, something creative that allows you to channel your inner emotional or psychic abilities in nature. Everyone's looking to you for ideas because you're innovative and you always like to create things. You're essentially a hamster on a wheel. Very much relate to this. You're prone to daydreaming and distractions. So find some tools to help you stay focused and motivated. Can't. Emphasize this enough. And once again, don't say you're working on it. Just do it. You're likely highly intuitive. You create amazing works of art and design. You're also really great at spiritual and healing professions. We're back to the like mystic journey, if you guys, if you know, you know, type stuff. So, you know, woo woo crew. Woo woo crew. You're not one who will thrive in a public facing position. I'm sorry. So don't do politics. Being the center of attention makes you uncomfortable and your happiness when creating something new or redoing it versus managing you know, your own image, because you like to work on other people. You like to be of service to others and give to others. This is a really neat one. I, the first thing I do when I hear a new song is I obviously i am from that world, but I look up who wrote it. And the first thing I do when I watch a movie is I look up who wrote it. I just, I love those people. They're like, there's something really powerful about not having to be like, that was me. And just letting yourself be behind the scenes, but you're also making bank. I think that's fucking cool. So and when I, you look at all these actors turn directors turn producers, what does that make you feel? That I don't know. I think that's a power thing where they're like, well, I think they're bored. And I also think it's a power thing where mm. they're like, I want to be in charge now because I've been bossed around for so long. Mm. But directors to me are a little bit different than a writer or a publicist or a lyricist. That's a little different. Like those are really behind the scenes things where you don't really, you don't talk about them a lot. Most people don't know that most pop songs are written by like 16 people. And I mean, I used to want to be forward facing, but the more, the more older I get, I'm like, man, I should have just pursued my my lyricist career because I really liked that. So yeah, I mean, I love, I love this. I think it's so, I don't know. It's just great. It's great. I love it. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. Like everybody who's a Pisces is great, but I could only be around there for so long before I get irritated and annoyed because it's wonderful that you want to daydream and be creative, but If you don't actually have like the wherewithal to achieve that, then I don't, like if you're just sitting in your room, writing songs in a
0: journal and not doing anything with it, like move on. Well, here's the thing. And this is something I'm really learning because obviously I have polarity with my partner because they're a Pisces and Virgo. They're just different than we are. I think that we envy that part of them that can create those things and doesn't have to make everything work. And they envy the fact that we're very disciplined and have a lot of staying power and I think that, you know, with our, with our dreams that I think that that's like why there's so much polarity there, but I envy the crap out of the fact that they can write in a journal, not do anything with it. Like I miss that part of myself, my inner child. So to me, no, this, I'm talking
1: about someone who's just sitting in a corner and doesn't have a job and is just writing. It's that's like, a very ex- extreme example. Of course I went right. to the extreme, right.
0: but this is, I don't think that's this person necessarily. So anyway, but, uh, before we you know, wrap up we wanted to give you an example that we found of the midheaven jack found this one i thought it was really neat yeah this was really fun we like saw this and we had to
1: share it so marilyn monroe was born a gemini with a leo ascendant and a taurus midheaven the late starlet left a very venusian mark in hollywood and her curves are obviously still famous to this day so you kind of see where we're going right so the world never saw her inquisitive gemini sun firsthand although chances are i'm sure probably a lot of people that she worked with witnessed that beautiful charisma that gemini yeah. always has right thanks to her leo cuz you know leo leo helps us get noticed so you can kind of i don't know elon and i were like sitting back we're like what would her instagram look like because i'm sorry she would absolutely blow the kardashians out of the water
0: yeah they wouldn't even be able to compete yeah she i feel like the thing like obviously kim's Instagram perfectly curated all that stuff, but I don't think she'd want it to be like straight on always her, her, her. I think it should have like angles of her body. It'd be very, it, it felt more like Kendall to me. Like, I don't know if that's a good example, but I'm just thinking like more artsy, like almost like Harry Styles, old Harry Styles esque So I don't know. I, I think she would definitely be like very high up there goals. I think she'd also give Beyonce a run for money. Where is this from? Is it elite daily or refinery 29 or something? One of the two. I shit. Think. No, but it might be. Regardless, they have a really cool article about like what your midheaven says about what your Instagram would look like. It's it's pretty funny. So I definitely would look that up. So you the the point of looking at your midheaven is to kind of utilize it to take advantage to have how to follow your dreams. Don't let this shit get in the way. Okay. It yes, there are bad there's always a shadow side to all everything that we look at in astrology, but you have to look at the positive. So I did mention again that you want to look at your Mars. That affects your drive. It has a lot to do with your work life. Your sun signs, obviously, number one thing that I think you should look at. Uh, What are some other signs that might be important? Mercury would be how you communicate at work, I think. Uh, Anything else you could think of, Jack? Maybe like if you're an artist, your moon, your Jupiter maybe as well. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that affect your career. And don't be like, what? But your midheaven is just something, you know, we just learned about it. And it's been so insightful to me because it's your destiny. Remember, it's your destiny. This is why I think the rising is young and the matem is older because it's your destiny. So I, that would be like my destiny is to do something. What yours? Yours is to do something creative, but also stable and that and where make you, money. Right. And mine is to do something with healing and inspiration and, you know, health. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's so what I want to do. So it's like my new thing now, you know, something spiritual, whatever. So it's interesting that it, it, I think that it is something to look at and maybe go, Hmm, that's interesting. I never thought about that. Just putting it out there. So yeah. What do you
1: think? I don't know. I mean, obviously, this had been brought up to us when we were talking with an astrologer, I don't know, a couple months ago. And we're like, midheaven, what the hell is that? Right? Because obviously, we're still learning too. Like That's what the whole point of this podcast is. That's why we have so much fun. And that's why you guys love us is because we are just like, we're on this journey together right we're all just like trying to learn it we're trying to figure it out we're trying to find excuses for our behavior we're trying to understand ourselves better and sometimes if you can find a connection with something it gives you this feeling of not being alone and I think that's what everybody's really striving for, even though yeah. I literally just complained about the fact that I really just want to be left alone. Like,
0: No, no, no. I, I Everybody wants something that they can connect with in the universe, too. Because they want to astrology is so
1: cool. They want to feel understood, too. Yeah. And knowing that there is somebody out there who could potentially understand you, or at least the person who wrote it might
0: understand you. It, or the universe just understanding you, which is always a really cool feeling. Like yeah, you just feel but, but like nice happens. But
1: sometimes that's too big. I think that's astrology, though. Well, no. See, like for me, like when I read about the fact that there's somebody with a Taurus in midheaven who understands the same thing that I do, which is like, we're just going to freaking buckle down. We're going to grind. We're going to get this done. We'll add some sparkle here and there, but we're going to make money and we're going to be happy and comfortable. Right. I know that there's somebody like that out there. And I'm
0: like, I want to look at them and be like, I get the hustle. Interesting. For me, I think of like the universe has my back and it's giving me like clues of what I should be doing. So different. <laughs> totally different couldn't be more different so much more Virgo than Taurus Taurus Virgo are way more into spiritual healing than Taurus are Taurus like wants to be but it has to be like very physical healing like you know something that they can hold in their hands and Virgo's a little bit better about like you know putting their faith out there in some ways because it's more logical that's funny anyway we hope you enjoyed this episode we had a really good time with it it was cool to learn something new and It got us out of the house. Yeah. If you have any questions about your midheaven, please submit them to us. We'll try to do a follow-up episode potentially. Jack, take it away.
1: Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on every podcasting platform out there. So if you have friends that you think would be interested, just pick up their phone and subscribe. Like, that's the way it's done. Be like me. Grab their phone, subscribe, uh, write a review. Actually, you know what? If you send us a video of you picking up your friend's phone and hitting subscribe and writing a review... I will send you something. That's what I'm going to do. I don't know what it is yet. I'll figure it out. But if you send us a DM with a video of you taking someone's phone, subscribing to the podcast and writing us a review, I will bless you. Okay. What if it's their own phone? That feels weird. <laughs> so they, they should be subscribed already. Right. So they, No, I want to see a video of you like videotaping. Yeah. yeah, your friend, yeah. your boyfriend, your yeah, girlfriend, you take the phone a from bartender. <laughs> like, I don't care. Take someone's phone, subscribe, and write a review. I will spoil you. I promise. So please do us a favor and do that. Also... We are starting to actually get into video content. Ilana and I have a couple fun ideas that are coming here soon. So we're going to be making some videos that you can find on our Instagram and TikTok. So we're at the Vicious Virgos. So please give us a follow. Please make sure you also follow our bitches over at Jess Girl Project. Duh. Like, I don't even know how much more I need to say that. I don't know if you guys even get this far in the podcast, but you know we love them. They're literally the reason we're here. Other than that, we hope that you learned something today. You're able to take something away from it. Obviously, my mood has improved, so that was helpful for me. I'm not as grouchy anymore, so we can all say thank you to Ilana for that. Uh, and with that being said, it is Friday, and I know you're not listening to this on Friday, but it's Friday while we're recording. And so Ilana and I are going to sign off with a remember that we hope that you always
0: stay, stay vicious. vicious. Bye. When the sky looks like a UFO You feel so out of place